Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Should I talk now? You should talk now. Okay, I'm talking now. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I science fiction fantasy. We made it 20 seconds without someone missing Drama and romance. Uh, action adventure. Take turns selected from our movie genre. Movie genre. Our opinion have not received the respect they deserve. Friends, if she's asleep, that means no. We won't see these films on anyone's top 10 list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week, on the podcast, is Tony's pick. The Faculty. From 1998. 1998. I love this because that's the year I graduated high school, and I'm watching it. We started, I was like, oh, look, this was us in high school. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> sort of, except for the aliens. <laughs> Even though there was this one girl. <laughs> um, let's see. IMDb rates it at 6.5. 6.5? Is that the lowest we've had? No. no. What was the lowest we've had? I'm sure Jack Frost and... There's I thought there was like 10. Like this, no, 6.5. Out of, it's six, out of 10. 6 out of oh, 10, babe. 6 out of 10. No, Rotten Tomatoes is 53%. Okay, yeah. For some reason, I thought those were Rotten Tomatoes school. I'm like, wow, that's no, low. No, no, no. <laughs> 6.5%. <laughs> it's like, damn, that sucks. It was written by David Wetcher, who's just a TV, TV producer, mm. and Bruce Kimmel, who's an actor. So, what was he in? Uh, it was a lot of TV shows. Mm-hmm. So, and neither one, this isn't really an original story. <laughs> no, no, it's just a remake of a remake of a remake. It was directed by Robert Re- Rodriguez, though. Of, um, mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say Desperado fame, but he didn't direct that. No. Uh, but he is did, he welcome back to the podcast? Yes, he is. He that's did Once Upon a Time in Mexico. No, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Uh, uh, yours. From Dust Till Dawn. That one. And he, ah, was, he was involved in uh, all of, Yeah, all of mine. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez are yeah. like best friends and they, they're in each other's movies all the time movie stars uh, return to the podcast Josh Hartnett from 30 Days of Night <laughs> Selma Hayek oh yeah welcome back to the podcast from Desperado from Desperado and Dust Till Dawn uh, Jordana Brewster you know her from Fast and Furious probably uh, mm-hmm. Clea Duvall from Can't Hardly Wait yeah. She plays the same character in like everything. Every movie. There was a span of movies from like she 96 to 2001. She did the exact same character in every single one of those movies. She was good in Argo. Uh, Famke Jansen from X-Men. Uh, Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. John Stewart from The Daily the Show, I guess. <laughs> from The John Stewart Show. Uh, returning to the podcast, Elijah Wood from Last Witch Hunter. And Lord of the Rings. And Christopher McDonald uh, returned to the podcast from 61. I think he was in something else that we did, but I could only remember 61. The budget for the movie was $15 million and it made 40 Wow, the budget's only $15 million. Everybody in... Everybody in worked for scale. <laughs> it's like, wow, they must have just... Everybody got really, 50 grand. Yeah. <laughs> they must have had a hell of a buffet. I got a couple of reviews, but let's see what you guys thought going in first. Carly. I thought... I think maybe I've seen it, but I could very well be confusing it with a different movie. Hmm. I had seen it ah. while we were watching it. Well, I hope you saw it while we were watching it. Well, no, <laughs> when, we, when we were watching it, I realized I have seen this before. Ah. Lane? I was pretty sure I had seen this before, but I didn't really remember it. Halfway through, I realized who the alien was. The and I guy. was like, I have seen this. <laughs> yeah, she said it, and I was like, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm like, I think I've seen this. It's 
said blag 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 blag. I said just bibbidi bobbidi. Bibbidi bobbidi. Is bibbidi bobbidi the alien? He goes, I'm not telling you. And I'm like, damn it. He said bibbidi bobbidi. But I was right. John, I thought of Elijah Wood saying, "Guaranteed to jack you up." And Lane kept going, what? Because I've been saying it all week. I'm like, guaranteed to jack you up. So why do you keep saying that? And I'm like, it's from this movie we're about to watch. Anybody see this in the theater? I didn't. Mm, no. 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 I think I, I saw this on my friend's couch. <laughs> we we might have smoked some weed. And it didn't help. So, two reviews. Uh, 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, so six kids, all different. One's a parasite infecting alien. And Usher is randomly on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Usher was on the cover of this like he was one of the main stars and he was in like three scenes. Mm-hmm. Would you watch this movie? Heck yes, son. I've seen The Faculty over 30 times. That's not, a lot. Not That's joking. And I'm telling you, every time I see the football scene with Usher infecting the other team and the ref's not doing anything about it, that's some creepy stuff. That is pretty creepy, but they don't see 10 it. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. The best 90s movie ever made. I freaking love The Faculty. All caps. <laughs> that's, Thank you, Tony Groshen. Uh, that, that's a firm stance. I mean, the only other movie that I can think of that's more 90s would be like Clueless. <laughs> Can't, hardly, Can't wait. hardly wait. Can't hardly wait. She's all that. Ooh, Boom. That's pretty nice. There's my 90s movie. Nice. She's all that. Uh, Which also had most of these characters. Yeah. <laughs> surprise Seth Green wasn't in this, but mm-hmm. on the flip that side. A surprise. <laughs> Decent, but not worth $8. <laughs> Overall, the faculty was okay. $8? <laughs> but nowhere spectacular. That must have been, he must live in a big city. I found myself laughing at parts that were supposed to be scary and raising my eyebrows at others. How coincidental can it be that the little group consisted of one person from every type of crowd? Jock, <laughs> druggie, outcast, etc. Because it's just a remake of The Breakfast Club, people. This is probably right, about $8. Because back in the... I'm trying to think, what were movies called? I'm like, well, I remember seeing... Was it like Titanic? It was like 10 bucks to go see it. So, that was... Three that's out of ten. not how much it cost me to go see movies on a Saturday night in high school. Because I didn't live in a big city. I didn't live in a big city either. You lived on Long Island. That's, that's not a big city. Yes, it's but it's... a Long Island. But it's expensive. <laughs> but it's an expensive area. So but you did used to live in Big Island. <laughs> But it's an expensive area. It sure shit is. So if you live in like Chicago or New York or Long Island or somewhere in Beverly Hills, you're paying a lot more than you were living in Rochester Hills, Michigan. Shout out to all my homies back in Rochester Hills, (laughs) Michigan. You worked at the movie theater when I was in high school. (laughs) I didn't pay for any movies. Ever. How much was it? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't pay for a movie from like 2000 to... Probably 2005. I never thought about mean? that. There's a chance that I went to that movie theater in high school and Tony was working there. <laughs> and you saw the older movie taker, taker guy, ticket taker guy, and you were like, and don't remember cute. him at all. <laughs> you're like, one he day. Said, he one said, day. yes, you should get the Juju Bees. And it just made an impression. Your eyes met. And your timers went off, but you mistaked it for your friend's pocket calculator and watch. You mean her beeper? <laughs> you mistook it for her beeper. She was too old or too young for a beeper. Shut up. She had My Nokia. first boyfriend had a beeper, but he was the only. Was he a drug dealer? No. I had a beeper. She had to stop and think about it. I had a beeper. <laughs> drug Not officially. No. I was a street I mean, farmer. there was a time in Columbia, but that was different. <laughs> I mean, I moved a little powder for Pablo, but I <laughs> a little book of sugar. So we start out with the old Miramax logo. And then All we the best moves are made by Miramax. Burst That's out. not true. 
We bust out with Offsprings, The Kids Aren't Alright. Love that song. And what's funny is this started, and I was like, oh, this is a really good song for this movie. And I said, Elaine, you know what song this is? She said, nope. <laughs> said, it's The Kids Are Not Alright. It's really good for the movie. And I said, okay. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I yeah, really I enjoyed that, that they played that. I I'm glad somebody else approved that I don't too. know what who sings anything and what any songs are called. And lately, I have listened to Dolly Parton just about every day for the last two months. So why would I know that? What Dolly Parton songs? Jolene. I've been Jolene. <laughs> I say Jolene and 9 to 5? I've been listening. Yes, actually, I've listened to 9 to 5 every day for like three weeks straight. Well, a way to make a living. I have been listening to the um, Dumplin' soundtrack. <laughs> oh. Dolly? Which is a movie I kind of really want to watch. Okay. It's on Netflix. What's that? Watch it. Dumplin'. Never seen it. I want to watch Rhinestone again. I no, you seen don't. That. I haven't seen it in like 20 years. I'm sure it's bad. Dumplin' is a movie about... She completely just um, read the Rhinestone. It stars Jennifer Aniston as a mom and her teen... Her, I don't know if she's a teenager or a college. Her... <sighs> the mom like runs a beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. And the daughter is like overweight and kind of dowdy and decides... So yeah, the mom calls her Dumplin'. So and decides that, that she's going to uh, compete in a pageant. It's, with Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is in the movie and did oh. the whole soundtrack. Okay. So um. I'm listening to it constantly. So now I want to watch the movie because all I do is listen to the soundtrack because it's so good. Oh, there you go. Stallone doesn't want to see Rhinestone again. My favorite song. Oh, I can do it. Just My favorite song <laughs> after 9 to 5, so which long. I love. Think about that. Stallone doesn't want to see that. Is, um... I saw him did like a two thing doors where he got a bunch of his movie yeah. memorabilia. And he found was like, yeah, this shirt was like 40 pounds. So like, Jesus Christ, yeah. like I did it for Rhinestone. Yeah, no shit. If you haven't been, just listen to the soundtrack to D- for Dumplin'. It's really She's good. still talking about fucking Dumplin'. <laughs> well, under- the faculty right. is all back. <gasps> Maybe. Spoiler Maybe. 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 We'll see. So we get, a high school, we get to a high school football practice. Uh, Liquid Terminator coach is saying encouraging <laughs> things like, you call that blocking, you pussy pukes? Get off my field, you Im- <laughs> limp-ass blow dicks? You know, inspirational speeches. You limp-ass... There was a lot of really cool, um, clever lines here. There's one coming up later Elaine really likes, but blow dicks is nice. So he stops his chicken soup for the soul to single out Stan. The quarterback. Uh, yeah. Sean Hattosi? I don't know how to say Who, his, his really His best work was the Justin Timberlake, what, comes, what goes around, comes around video. Scar Joe. No, he was in numbers and he was fantastic. He was a triple agent. He was in a, he was in something with Scar Joe. That's his best work. Uh, I loved him on Double Agent. Yeah, he worked uh, for the Chinese. He worked for the Americans. So a double agent would be he was working for the Chinese because he was an agent. Double agent, triple agent was no oh. no. He was in it the whole time. Triple agent. Oh. So he was oh. he was an FBI agent who was secretly working for the Chinese. That's a double agent. <laughs> but then I just said but this. But then he was actually working for the American. I literally just said that. Yeah, but she didn't understand what you said because how you described it made no sense. <laughs> I said the same thing you did. But I said it better. Drink your Bisquick here. Bisquick? 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 Cup says Nesquick. Bisquick. Drink your French toast. I mean, you could, you could drink Bisquick, but why would Ooh. you? You gotta do it quickly. So, anyways. <laughs> stir and drink, stir and drink. Stir and drink. Yeah. Chew that down. The coach, or C1000, <laughs> tells him to get focused or get off my fucking team. And his friend helps uh, usher him off the field. <laughs> as hey. they leave. And as they leave, he said, This is my confession. Just as when I thought I had all the same, my chick on the side's got one on the way. <laughs> C1000 looks over. I don't care. Uh, goes over to the bench. 
kicks over a bunch of Gatorade coolers and starts stomping the ground, specifically a water sprinkler, because, you know, it's spraying water. Yeah, he's stomping it like that's going to fix like, it. What are you doing? sprinkler. It's going to spray water. Let it go. <laughs> Someone approaches him. We don't see who it is. And it fades to black. And he, No, he's like, what What are you dick skinners doing over here? You better have a fucking... Ex- who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't we, know about the dick skinner thing. That might be, just be me. <laughs> dick skinner. Is so that we, another euphemism for masturbation? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> It's up there with like um, if you're be- if you're rubbing it so hard you rub all the skin off your dick. Uh huh. It's up there <laughs> with. Why would you rub it that hard? What is, what is the one about no more stuff in the bishop? Pop in the bishop. The yeah, we'll get whatever. to that. It's Elaine's favorite line. <laughs> oh, spoiler! Is it really? <laughs> it was almost Tony's. It was almost. I tried to change it the last second. That's it. I'm changing mine to you my can't number change two. It. I'm changing it. Too late. Don't take mine. <laughs> is, is yours? So, is yours t- <laughs> no, no. So we cut to a faculty meeting. Shocker. Lilith from Fraser is the principal of the school. She's explaining budgetary cuts to the various departments. No money for computers. No sets for theaters. No field trips. However, the football team gets whatever it needs because it's a football town. That's what the school board says. Which is weird that it's set in Ohio and not in Texas. So, which it was filmed in Texas. I know, but it should have been set <laughs> in Texas. That's weird. Why, would, why wouldn't they just make it filmed? Or why yeah. wouldn't they just make they it? They wanted it a place where there wasn't a lot of there water. There wasn't any water, yeah. But there's not, there's a ton of water in Ohio. Well, there's a big lake. There's mountains. Well, but there's mountain streams. It's it's very deciduous forest. There's lots of. There's islands in the stream. That's what we are. So Principal Lilith and the rest of the teachers <laughs> leave the meeting. Principal Lilith. But uh, Luther forgot her keys and heads back into the darkened school alone. Inside, she hears someone moving around. It's the C-1000. He is harassing her for a pencil. It's a coach. He's harassing her for a pencil and saying how pretty she is. And then, she's like, uh, go home, you're drunk, yeah. sleep this off, you're so being weird. She's telling a drunk person to get in a car and drive. Yeah. Okay, just checking. She thinks he's drunk and gives him the pencil. He tells her... Yeah, and she tells him to go sleep it off. And he rams a pencil through her palm. I like, I've always wanted to do that. She screams and uses her keys as a weapon, scratching his Which face. Which seems odd runs to off. me. This, you know what? I've always wanted to do that. Like, he's the one person in the school that gets whatever the fuck he wants. Like, why would he have any problem with the principal? She's not giving him any trouble. I think he always wanted to run a, a pencil through someone's hand because he saw Fright Night, you see. Uh, yeah. So once he saw Fright Night, he really wanted uh, to give that a shot. Like, I understand why the Welcome other back teachers to the podcast, might want to do that. Although she does say, my very frustrated hands are tied. So she doesn't like the situation of the no. budget either, but I just thought it was an odd thing to say. I also think it's odd, but it comes back. But we're going to save that for the end because it doesn't make sense yet how odd I find it. <laughs> oh, we'll look forward to that. So they fumble with the door lock. Um, C1000's running towards her. She just, just makes it outside and locks the door. Uh, but then the drama teacher stabs her in the chest multiple times with scissors. And yeah. she says, I've always wanted to do that. She's obviously yeah. on the coach's team. And somewhere Frazier's going, yeah! No, sorry, that's something else. Title screen, the faculty. No. We, cut, we cut to the front of Harrington High, home of the Hornets. Students are everywhere. We see a Pontiac GTO black with red racing stripes barrel into the parking lot and skid into two parking spaces. I thought it was more than two. That dude was douching it up as he ran This is through. Zeke, Josh Hartnett. Obviously, he was sad he didn't get to be in Fast and Furious. 
Well, that wasn't the thing yet. Maybe he was auditioning for it. Because now I've seen quite a few. And Paul Walker's movies. like, oh yeah, hold my beer. Immediately, <laughs> I'm like, is that kid gonna die? Because he's a shit. He's a shit. <laughs> I don't mind him, but you know what? They're setting shitty. me up to hate him first scene he's in. Yeah, he's not a good person. And then I'm like, that kid's going to die, right? Because that's what they do in these movies. Well, he dips into his trunk and pulls out a large handful of pens and stuffs them in his pocket. Those aren't pens. We don't know that yet. It's scat. Getting off the bus is Casey. I don't want to take a drug that's named after animal feces. Tony was like, you know scat is poop. German German for poop. Because it's good shit. Because you know what song was popular in the 90s? Scatman. Scatman. Bless you. So getting off the bus is Casey, Elijah Wood, or Frodo. Uh-huh. He's checking out Delilah. He's which like, I have a long walk. Jordana Brewster. Which is the girl he's stalking. Yes. Uh-huh. Like hardcore, like creepy. He mm-hmm. catches up, uh, catches an elbow in the face and goes down, and then he apologizes. I hate that. But they have, like, the nerdy kid gets beat up and he's like, I'm sorry. At what point they pick him up and they're ramming his nuts against the flagpole. <laughs> And no one's this, around to stop this. Yes, I was this whole opening scene. I'm like, what the fuck kind of school is and this? This is not the school from Dangerous Minds with the crazy inner city <laughs> kids where all the teachers are getting paycheck. This is rural Ohio. This is not happening. It's this is completely unrealistic. This isn't even the high school from the new guy. No. I was, yeah. I was watching it like, what in the ever-loving fuck there's, is happening at this there's school? There's nothing realistic about this at all. No sense of reality or grounding. It's just ridiculousness. It's like every stereotype. Because we saw in the teachers' meeting, all the teachers are just, like, over it. They can't. And they're, and they're drinking they alcohol. They can't get anything done. They're drinking at school. They're timid. They're, you know... You know, mm-hmm. pathetic. You know what was a better school atmosphere? The one in the fucking the prophecy, <laughs> <laughs> where you got the one teacher holding it down. Nope, I got it. The better high school was from Only the Strong. The one that we've <laughs> the done. The Capoeira movie. Yeah, but we haven't Think done about that Jennifer's body. Oh, we're gone. That was a better high school than this. <laughs> Matter of fact, what's my pick? Because <laughs> that can't be appreciated. I haven't looked, but I'm just gonna go out on a whim. Well, Stokely walked I by. I appreciate it. Clea whatever her last name is. Miss Cleo? And comments on how sad this is, and Stan runs into her. They exchange words, and we follow Stan. He runs into Delilah and tries to kiss her. She says, hey there, Delilah. What's it like in here? The makeup is still drying. She said, hey, these Estee Lauder lips take 70 minutes. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? She got some cheap makeup, and then it's not from Estee Lauder. What? I'm just saying, Estee Lauder would have better makeup. it take, I do a full face of makeup almost every day, and that takes me 45 minutes total. Not Lipstick is... Uh, even if you're using a lip primer, a lip liner, a liquid lipstick, and a gloss, it's still this. seven <laughs> minutes or less. <laughs> like This was in the 90s, though. She's saying don't wipe it off with I know, kids. but still, that's so ridiculous. But it's going to wipe off or it's Why not. Did, she should have said expensive. <laughs> yeah. Expensive. Or stains, or your breath is to bad. To be fair, it was written by guys who probably don't know anything don't know about, lipstick. about lipstick. Jesus Christ! So apparently she's. But they wanted cheap. to set her up as a superficial rich girl. You're never getting because she's a high schooler with Estee Lauder lipstick, and she which cares she probably more about stole that from her mom, her boyfriend. Right. So help. Apparently she's editor in chief of the school newspaper. 
Yeah, that doesn't jive with her Zuckerman. character for me. That she's the head cheerleader and cares sense. so much about superficial shit and the editor in chief of the newspaper. What's that movie with Melissa Joan Hart? Drive me and crazy. Aqua, yes, you drive me crazy. Oh, I was say, See, the rich girl in that, like she, they're the head cheerleader is like on the paper, but it makes more sense. This it doesn't jive with her. See so you there in your formal wear. She should yeah. be one or the other, head cheerleader or editor, and she can be popular either way. But her being both and the character they set up, where all she, she cares about be, is appearances, she should just be head work. cheerleader. Wait for a yeah. break She's and then talk. Head and then cheerleader. Go, go, go. So Stan says he has some big news, but mm-hmm. she blows him off and leaves. She blo- what? Oh, blows him off. Sorry. She's not gonna blow him with those Estee Lauder seventy minute lips. <laughs> <laughs> Extra. <laughs> Charisma Carpenter was approached to play Delilah, but she said it was too similar to Cordelia from Buffy, so she did not. A hundred percent same character. Yeah. Except for even they didn't try to make her on the newspaper because she didn't similar. give a shit about the educational pursuits. <laughs> Bunch of ass wipes pick up Casey and slam his crotch into the flagpole repeatedly and then throw him to the ground. Mary Beth, Laura Harris, who was in Dead Like Me, which is a really good show if you get a chance. It really is. <laughs> sees this and is approached. Not the movie, the show. And is appalled, <laughs> then asks a rough-looking pair of girls where the office is. It's her first day. She's one of those southern. Girls, one of those girls is Robert Riguez's daughter. Really? Mm-hmm. Tattoo girl. I read the trivia. <clears throat> yeah, it was a terrible temporary tattoo, but we'll get into that later. We catch up with Zeke in the bathroom with Danny Masterson from that 70s show and uh, Scientology fame. And some other dude. He's selling the kids fake IDs for 50 bucks. The other dude's in something, too. I can't remember the name. I don't know. Danny's concerned the fake ID pic doesn't resemble him at all. No, because it's an old old Asian man. (laughs) Zeke tries to sweeten the deal and hands them these pens. See, Zeke makes makes drugs on the side and fills the little big pens with them and sells them at school. Guaranteed to jack you up. Exactly. Hiding in the stall is Frodo, nursing his bleeding face. We need to get elbowed in the nose. Yeah. Oh, the other dude, fuck up number two, mm-hmm. is... Uh, is that what he's listed yes, as? Yes, listed as... Nice. Uh, Mom, I'm in a movie. Who are you playing? That 70s show, guys, uh, Danny Masterson. Fuck up number one? Fuck up number one. Nice. This guy is fuck up number two, and he was Mitch in Dazed and Confused. Wow. That's it. Yes! Movie. Oh, that was bugging me. We go to the faculty That's a much lounge. better teenage movie. Watch that instead. Yeah, but that's not your 90s best. But that's the 70s one. We go to the faculty lounge where we see the school nurse, <laughs> Selma Hayek. We'll just call her something random. Uh, Santan- Satanico Pandemonium. For short. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Wow, where'd you get that name from? <laughs> she's wrapping up a person's, head wa- a person's hand while the C-1000 drinks a bunch of water. We get a little snapshot of the admin. They, John Stewart's trying to hook up with Santanico. She has a cold and seems to be very uninterested. Famke Jansen's playing a shy, quiet teacher. I guess mousy is the Which term. doesn't make any sense. She seems afraid of her students. Again, you're in rural Ohio. And two, how'd you even get this fucking job? Yeah. Yeah, she's way too hot for that. I was very judgy. Like, I work in a school. <laughs> I was very judgy of these teachers. There's an older I'm teacher. I'm like, you wouldn't work here. You wouldn't work here. You wouldn't work here. <laughs> I really want to go see Carly at work now. <laughs> Anybody want to go? No. I light up my room. <laughs> so there's an older teacher that shakes a lot and um, an older male teacher that doesn't give a shit about any of this. Um, Mrs. Olson from earlier comes in and smiles at the C-1000. 
they're both uh, apparently in cahoots. The drama teacher. Yeah. They're cahooting. I mean, we saw that they were in cahoots when they teamed Killed. up against the principal. Yeah. When they killed Principal Lily. We cut, we cut to Famke. She's teaching English Lit, I assume, discussing Robinson Caruso. She asks a question. Of course, Zeke answers it because he's so smart. Because he's brilliant. Movie is hell bent on us thinking that Zeke is a genius. And okay. also a bad boy. Yeah. A genius, sarcastic jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't stand those guys in the 90s who were like kind of like rebelish but thought they knew everything. Those yeah. guys were the worst. We cut to Stan. He catches up to Delilah. Were you not one of those guys? <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those guys now. <laughs> That's why I'm like, hold on. <laughs> no. We cut to Stan. He catches up to Delilah, tells her he's quitting football. She's pissed because she's the uh, head cheerleader, so they're supposed to date. He's only he's she's only with him because he's a social, star quarterback. Yeah. No, social order dictates that the head cheerleader yeah, so, is a star. So she just player. pretty much told him, "I don't give a shit about you. I'm I only, only care about your status. You because yeah." And also, he was shooting for a football scholarship, but that's going out the window. She gives him a bunch of shit, and she's mobile. No, she doesn't say that. Like, one of them does say that. Eh, fuck this, I'm out of here. It's like, ooh, F this, I'm mobile. Otherwise, our, uh, outside, Mary Beth uh, sees Stokely by herself reading and tries to befriend her. Stokely just wants to be left alone to read. Delilah shows up and picks at Stokely and introduces herself to Mary Beth. Uh, she digs at Stokely's possible sexual orientation as a lesbian and eventually drives her away. And Mary Beth is left alone again. Which it looked like she was talk. She came over because maybe Mary Beth was pretty, and she's the kind of pretty girl that the popular girl wants to hang around with. But then she just walked away. Like she, she just really wanted just, to bully Stokely. She doesn't yeah. give a shit about. Yeah. Cut to Frodo. He's at the football she's field, the walking around. <laughs> he's he, well. He's drinking the juice box. Yeah. Does he apparently? It's a minute made juice box. He was eating alone. He wanders around because you're supposed to feel bad <laughs> for him, and find something on the field. But we don't know what it is. And just don't a chicken nugget. <laughs> it's not a chicken nugget. The C one thousand comes up to him and chases him off the field with by intimidating him. Like Fro- a dick. Frodo goes to John Stewart's class. I assume it's some kind of a biology class to show him. Professor Edward Furlong. Really? That's like, his name. Isn't that wow. a person? Yes. <laughs> that was the kid in, in Terminator. Terminator. Oh. And also he was in um the Crow City of Angels. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, he was, but we yes. want to talk about that. Yes. So he I had a really big crush thing. on Edward Furlong. You had a crush on Edward Furlong? Yeah. Why? Because I thought he was pretty. When? When I was in high school. Like, recently? <laughs> no, I was not in high school recently. But, okay. So Casey, When this movie came out, I had a crush on Edward Furlong. This movie? This movie came out in 1998. Yeah, he was only really a thing in 1991. <laughs> Maybe she liked watching movies that were already kind of old. <laughs> and he was like Maybe 10. it was more middle school. I don't know. <laughs> He's the I same age know. as I am. Yes, but he was like 10 in that movie. Anyway. Anyway. So I- Casey's eating lunch in the stands, and he has a camera. And then he goes down on the field to walk back to school, and he finds something that looks like a finger. A chicken and nugget. And he takes it to the science nugget. teacher, and he's like, hey, I found this thing. Apparently, he really likes science because he walks in this room like he's confident now. <laughs> he's like, science, 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 He's science. like, dude, Mr. Furlong, I found this thing. And Mr. Furlong's like, what is it? It's very, they're all and then into it. Zeke, and then you get them all 
around huddling around the microscope and Zeke jumps in there and Mr. Furlong defers to him as if Zeke could teach this class. Apparently like he's he fucking can. Neil deGrasse Tyson. No. <laughs> no, he's a chemist. He's not a biologist. Yeah, They're very true. different things. That's yeah. true. But that's they like, make oh. him like super sciencey. Yeah, he's like the smartest person ever. He knows everything. This motherfucker's the I Ching. So Mary Beth runs in, sits next to Stokely. She wants to be lab partners. Wants to know all about so being a like, lesbian. Would you just leave me the fuck alone? The art of muff diving. <laughs> Stokey says uh, she isn't really a lesbian. She just wants people to leave her alone, and that's the best way to do that. Yeah. So Stuart inspects Frodo's animal, and it shows no non-typical features, and also seems to be an aquatic creature, which Somebody, is like, weird for Ohio. Spills water, he and does. water gets on it, and it moves, and it moves. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit. And they put it in an aquarium, which didn't have anything in it. Why do you yeah. have an aquarium full of water if there's nothing in it? It was weird. There should have been a fish in there that the organism ate. That would have been good. Yeah. Or like a turtle. Or maybe even a snail. <laughs> a hermit looks, crab, maybe? Looks like a peeled shrimp with long red jellyfish stingers. The CGI is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> For it some was 1998. Reason, Actually, the CGI on this is fine. It's the CGI later. It kind of looks like, like the pred alien the embryo. Is the <laughs> like, if you put this yes. out oh, now, it would be shit, but at the time, it was pretty good. <laughs> For some reason, Stewart decides to put his uh, rubber glove on and sticks he his hand in it. He wanted to feel it now that his an- he's, it. He said his skin ch- texture changed or something. I want to feel it. But mm-hmm. you're wearing a glove, mm-hmm. so you can't even feel it. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. You can feel things through rubber gloves. It's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel things through rubber. That's anyway, not what allegedly. a lot of guys say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it splits into two identical specimens, uh, and one of them bites the shit out of Stuart. <laughs> I like how it has these little tentacles. And, it is, and they're like, it where did the teeth come skin? from? <laughs> and the, he's like, fuck, motherfucker. And then he's like, oh, yeah. I'm in, I'm I mean, ow. <laughs> Stokely holds her hand up to the glass, and the creature puts all its feelers on it. Like, I don't know what that means, but yeah. Like they were kin. Like yeah. E.T. It's like E.T. And at this point, sh- I can't really remember this movie. I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it. And I'm like, well, I hope you remember is she going to like be one of the first ones? Because she is very interested in this creature. So Stan goes yeah. to tell the <laughs> C-1000 that he's quitting football. And uh, C-1000 is running swim practice. Doesn't seem to be phased by it at all. It seemed like it was maybe some kind of conditioning. Yeah, I think it was the football team. And oh, he, was, was he was having them swim laps oh, okay. as a conditioning exercise. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. Because like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I suppose he could be teaching a swim class. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant to this conversation. We'll just skip over it. So Frodo's in the locker room. When Usher starts to bully him, uh, Stan says hi, distracting him. And uh, then Stan goes into the shower. Or he's just a PE teacher who's also the football coach, which is very common. And PE that day was swimming. Like Maybe. we said, that irrelevant. Makes oh, hush. <laughs> So then, I had an epiphany. Wow. <laughs> so Frodo's like, it really must be hard being you. Yeah, he's like, you have no but idea. It's obviously after school hours oh, because Jesus. everybody else has already showered by the time Stan goes in the shower because he's got it all alone with just him and his soap on a rope. So the oldest teacher comes in talking gibberish. While Stan's in the shower by himself. How they want to take over. I'm he's sorry. Like, like a hunk of chunk if of, the old lady apart. shows up in the shower while my tallywhacker's hanging out, I'm not seeing what's wrong with her. I'm running away. <laughs> I'm running away because I've just been sexually harassed by my teacher. I don't give a fuck if she's having a seizure or whatever. He like hugs her. I'm naked. I got. I and welcome back to the podcast, Tallywacker. <laughs> yeah, but then he's like, "It's gonna be okay." But yeah, and that's when you see naked. her head come, like her scalp is partially removed. 
Like, yeah, it's gross. I'm sorry, if you touch me, I'm pushing you off. I don't care if you're an old crazy lady. I'm naked. <laughs> Maybe she wants to do the hunk of chunk. Which is why you push her off. <laughs> this is the only respect the where that might have been what they actually were doing. <laughs> hunk of yucca. Well, later the faculty explains that she has cancer and her meds are making her act crazy. Uh, Frodo's there too, notices the C-1000's just standing in the middle of the football field, letting the sprinklers blast him with water. I like that he keeps calling him C-1000 when the Terminator was a T-1000. Because he's a coach. He's coach. I know. <laughs> I know, but it's funny. We cut to Zeke. He's selling porn to high schoolers like you do. No, is, is it full frontal? It was Nev Campbell yeah. and somebody else. Uh, somebody remember. else from Party of It five. was... Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. God, I was like, oh my God. She had those huge boobs. <laughs> yeah, she, she, I didn't I know. Mean, she still does. She, she had a big... <laughs> she had huge boobs. I remember seeing her back then and thinking, wow, this, this girl's got a great future. She's got big things in front of her. Big things in front of her. So, out of the, he's selling porn out of the trunk of his car when uh, fame <laughs> Or key. allegedly. What is allegedly porn? We don't see yeah, that. Yeah, we don't know. It should be VHS tapes. It, it, yeah, it just be, giant VHS could tapes. Could be episodes of My Little Pony for all we know. It's true. Uh, it's probably everybody loves Raymond. Famke tries to order him to stop doing all this illegal shit. He smarts off to her by asking her if she needs some this chocolate. This is a super timid literature teacher. English With teacher. the yeah. worst bangs fucking ever. Can we get to the part where all he offers her things? Because that's kind of funny. Isn't that here? Yes. 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 He offers her la- chocolate laxatives and she says no. And to then loosen he- her up. And then he, he offers She's like, her, you can't be peddling your crap on school property. He's like, I'm sitting in my car. It's my property. By the way, that's not really how that works. But <laughs> So then he decides, you know, you, you, maybe you should have some cherry condoms, magnum-sized. Yeah. They're on the house. She gets understandably grossed out, and she's mobile. She says, after some mobile, I'm going to go find me Dinkleman. We catch up with Frodo. He's trying to get ideas from Delilah for a paper, you know, story for the paper. All the they ideas. both work on the newspaper together. Who said that? All the ideas. He floats. <laughs> she shoots down. Uh, she makes him sneak into the faculty lounge with her to see if there's any kind of story they can suss out through going through everyone's shit. And this is why people don't like reporters. Like, um, you're there's no reason you can do that because oh, well, I want to write a story. Well, I don't give a fuck. Why? Okay, this in this school. Why would be stories about the faculty be any of enter- of any interest to these kids, anyways? They don't fucking care about these teachers. Teachers don't give a fuck. If about I don't them. like my teacher, I don't care that they're taking and a bunch of medication or drinking on the job. Like, who the fuck cares? If you expose this teacher, this one teacher's alcoholism last year, and it didn't make any difference, then you would just leave teacher stories then, behind. Yeah, because that not. teacher should have gotten fired. Well, in the background, we see there's more and more uh, big jars of water, jugs of water being brought in. Um, yes, because C-1000 is always drinking water mm-hmm. uh, those little paper snow cone cups. Yep. Lila starts snooping through teacher's pur- purses, sees that the nurse is on different drugs, um, and that's when C-1000 and Miss Olsen come in. Uh, Delilah and Frodo jump into the closet so they can hide. We hear them talk about... Wait, their- why, why does she get to be... You know, he's Frodo. She should be Mia. Mia? Mia. That's her name in Fast and Furious. Oh. That's because nobody cares about her character yeah. in Fast and the Furious. She's in it so little that I don't even know her name. Okay, then. We hear, we hear them <laughs> talk about their progress in taking over. One of the, the one teacher was too old, so they couldn't use her. 
Um, these aliens run hot and they need to cool down a lot, so that's what the water's about. At one point, the lady teacher takes a glass, takes some water, and just throws it in her face. They say that the hot, it's hot, it's something about the climate is too hot, and it's also what uh, makes them very impulsive, so they have to be careful of that. There's San, uh, Santanico Pandemonium comes in. Uh, two infected teachers grab her and start to infect her in the closet. The dead older teacher falls on top of Frodo and Delilah, and they bust out of the closet and make a break for it. They bump into Principal Lilith in the hall and tell her all about it, but it's clear that now all the teachers are infected. Okay. This is the first time we see Principal Lilith since we saw her die. Okay, so we see them infect the nurse. Right. Mm -hmm. Most. Stick like a tongue in her ear. Yes. Yeah. So, but they don't injure her in any way. And then we see... Well, I mean, she had blood all over her. Well... Like, where it goes in the ear. Yeah. Like, it hurts her at first. But other than that, she's not really injured. But then we see the principal. The principal was stabbed multiple times. Mm-hmm. They heal fast, apparently. And now she's alive. But this doesn't... It doesn't make sense. Like, they didn't need to hurt the principal in any way to no, infect the principal. They just wanted to. <laughs> but That's Impulse true. issues. They just wanted to. That's it. But they didn't... Did need, it, they, they wanted didn't, to stab her in the chest. There's nothing else. They didn't need to know you're right. They wanted to do that. They they wanted to didn't need to. But it completely immediately changes the tone of the movie, because you think it's going to be kind of a scary murdery flasher thing, but now nobody's actually fucking dying. Mm -hmm. It's very weird. Misdirection, Stan. Does have tonal problems. It's totally weird. Misdirection, Stan. Harry Houdini made an elephant disappear in a room full of people. How did he do that? Misdirection. It's totally strange. Welcome back to the podcast, Swordfish. Frodo and Delilah run. Frodo apparently calls the police and tells his parents about it because shoot him or Gavin. His father. Shoot him or gathering, uh, Chris McDonald. No, shoot him or gathering. And uh, they all meet up at the faculty lounge. Cops, teachers, Frodo, his parents, everybody. Um, they Most of them seem to think that Frodo's making shit up, but his parents are at least giving him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, you got to think he's an honor student. He's a good kid. Why would he lie about the dead body in the faculty closet? Although if I stuffed a dead body in the faculty closet and I saw a kid burst out of it, you know what the first thing I'm going to do? Move, Move the, the fucking body. body. <laughs> yep. Yep. So uh, they say that the dead body was just a CPR doll. They pull it out and put it on the table. And that uh, Santanica Pandemonium's a diabetic. Um, She had an attack, so they just gave her insulin. She had a seizure. And he just misunderstood what he saw. Cop says, well, I still need to call the nurse to talk to her about it. Lola says, oh, that's no problem. You can use the phone in my private office. So they go in there by themselves, close the door, and hear a little ruckus. Can you describe the ruckus, sir? <laughs> so, then when they come out, the cop's kind of staggering a little bit for a moment, but then he's, okay. It's like, something got in my ear. Um, then uh, Frodo sees it, and he's like, oh, shit. Uh, he's, he kind of puts it together. Okay, so these are all aliens. They're all infecting everybody. And Lilith says, well, let me talk to you alone, Mrs. Frodo, and tries to pull <laughs> her into Frodo. the office. And he's like, no, Mom, no, no. 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 He doesn't. Like, Mom, can we just please go home? Back at home, Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin is tearing his room apart. Where are the drugs, son? I know you're on the drugs. Where are the drugs? He isn't on drugs, obviously, but uh, they take his phone, internet, and music away. That's not all. And his porno. No more. As he's walking out, Mom's like, porno. And they open up and they found magazines. I was like, no, what I'll never find in my son's room? Magazines. (laughs) No more flogging the bishop, son. 
Frodo tries to sneak out, but he immediately I'm sees. Like, he's still gonna do it. He's just not gonna do it with the magazines. <laughs> like, you can't, you can't stop someone from roughing up the suspects. You know what? It's attached heard, to them. I once heard you can't, you can't fight the moonlight. No, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to do Coyote Ugly? And BT Dubs in this scene is where we see that he's got pictures of Delilah on his yes, wall. Yes, yeah. he has. He has the beginner, the beginnings of a stalker shrine here, people. He's so a guess teenage what? He's kid. still gonna he's be fogging the, the bishop or whatever it was. Of a stalker he's shrine. a photographer. He likes he's her. Creepy. And he's he has creepy. a crush. He has he's three creepy. pictures. So it's the beginners of a stalker possibly, shrine. Possibly, but he might just be a teenager. Oh, However, I watched it with you, and I creepy? watched you react really? to those pictures. So yes. I know no, you I think know. it's creepy. I know it <laughs> is creepy. It is, yes. but it doesn't mean that he's no. automatically. So, like, if you look a girl, if you like a girl, uh-huh. and maybe and you, you're a photographer, and you're a photographer, so maybe you take extra pictures of her and sneak her in the yearbook all yeah. over the place, and maybe you look at said yearbook, and while you're flogging the bishop, but you don't hang pictures of a girl you're not dating on your bedroom wall that you go to high school with, if, unless she is famous. Well, now, she's famous. Jordana Brewster. Right. She's a Fast and Furious. Jordana Brewster. But this, she's that just, person in she's this just head cheater Delilah. No. Like, if he had a picture and of... famous... If he had a picture of Jennifer Love Hewitt on his wall, that's a little different because that's a famous chick and he cut that out of a magazine, so it's slightly less creepy but still weird. If he wasn't a photographer, then I would be more inclined to think that it was very creepy. But the fact that he's a photographer and he hangs out with her, he took a couple pictures of her. So he's taking pictures of her her when she's not looking. Does he have her permission to have those photos? I don't know. No. Probably not. Definitely not. Do you need permission to take a picture of someone? Of course not. But that doesn't mean that people who take your picture without wait, wait, permission are not she's creepy. standing in a public place when pictures were taken. Yes. Nothing wrong. It, it doesn't mean that that's not creepy. I mean, a little I, creepy. And I was like, wait a minute. Is it creepy I to have just a... said it's the beginnings of a stark wall. Okay. It's is not. Is it creepy to have a bunch of pictures of someone all the time? Like, I didn't I show Elaine that I have, like, 400 pictures of her from growing up throughout her childhood in my phone. Was that creepy. Was that creepy? Well, oh, that's not creepy, but it's creepy for Frodo. No, because you took pictures of pictures my mom has, so I would have pictures of myself as a child. And then we That's not why. So my tongue was at one. <laughs> yeah, they're really weird. Don't show it. Well, let me show you. We'll put, them, we'll put them on the website. Yeah. I, took, I wanted pictures of you when you were growing up. Is What's weird about that? Nothing. Because I'm a creepy stalker? No, because we're married. <sighs> it's different. Oh. Now it's different. Now it's different. So Frodo tries to sneak out, but as soon as he gets on the roof, he sees uh, three of the faculty standing in the front of his house and falls off the roof. Also, we've established that he's kind of a clumsy guy who probably and wasn't going to be successful on the look, sneak out anyway. Maybe. Here's an important fact. He he falls off the roof into the bushes. He climbs out of the bushes, and who does he meet? His dad. What does dad have? Boobs magazine. Dad was going yeah. outside <laughs> to rough up the suspect. Yeah. No. To his son's He was floor. not going to rough he up the suspect. He was definitely going out to the garage no. to rough up the suspect. No, he was not. He was putting, He was not going to be. He was, he be was flogging tra- the bishop. He was transferring his son's porn stash to his cigarette stash in the garage. <laughs> but you steal your son's porn? That's just weird. You didn't steal it. You confiscated. I don't think I. You got to check. <laughs> you got to. You got to check it and see what kind of porn your son's into. What if he's a freak? You need to know. You need to know how. You know what you're dealing with. What is the level of counseling this kid needs? I have to look at Boobs Magazine. Anybody have an aspirin? I have a headache. <laughs> So the next day, Frodo... I never look at my kids' porn. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> the next day, Frodo and Shooter pull up to the school parking lot. Frodo doesn't want to go to school, but Shooter makes him. Because he's like, I'm not going back to that school. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're going back to school. You don't get to decide you're not going to school. As Frodo goes inside, C-1000 runs over and starts talking to his dad. 
inside. Uh, Frodo's terrified. He doesn't know who is human and who is infected. Delilah snatches him up and drags him into the bathroom. Her disguise is a ponytail and glasses. Hey, it works in... She's the one. She's all that. She's all that. Because she said, oh, look at that. I'm like, it's exactly the She's all that. Yeah. We really might do that movie next, just because I haven't seen it in a long time. (laughs) Freddie Prince Jr. We don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Freddie Prince Jr. That's a great flick. I looked. I can do it. I know my least favorite character. (laughs) My favorite character. So she, my favorite scene. Well, wait until next episode. <laughs> like I'm ready to I can rock. tell you John's least favorite character right now. Wait until next episode. We'll do it next. So she's dressing <laughs> dressing down supposedly to keep a low profile. Which everybody knows what you look like, bitch. Oh, it's not working. Especially Frodo, apparently. Over the loudspeaker, Principal Lilith is calling students in groups of three to her office. One of them being Delilah. She doesn't go, obviously. In the office, we see. Every possible space now is basically being cleaned out and used for water storage. Bottled water and jugs of water. We cut to class. Mary Beth is, finds out Stokely likes Stan and pushes her into him to make them have small talk. She like pushes him in and she falls on his lap. Mm-hmm. That would work. Look. Which is a good friend. That's a quality friend right there. <laughs> they seem to have a little bit of a connection. Ooh, um, a shared moment? Shared? Uh, maybe. They both kind of... She might have touched his Pepe. Whoa. She touched my Pepe. They both kind of are misunderstood and want to be left alone. The teacher comes in drinking water, of course, and says he wants to teach the class about family trees. This is the (laughs) alcoholic teacher, by the way, who we've seen only drinks coffee laced with alcohol or alcohol from a mug. Now he's drinking water all of a sudden. And he's really interested in how many people are in your family. Right, wants you to write down the names of everybody in your immediate family it's and turn it in. living family tree. And Stan, Only living. And Stan says, is this going to be on the test? And the teacher goes, this is the test. Yeah. And he's more animated than he's ever been in class. Because yeah. this teacher doesn't give a fuck. Now he does all Not a sudden. single fuck? No, not a single one. Not, not even a little of a fuck? Damn. This is the one who got exposed to being an alcoholic and drinking at school and did not get fired. <laughs> he has no fucks to give. <laughs> so Mary Beth meets Zeke. He tries to sell her drugs, of course, but she refuses. In the same hallway, Stan She and says she's allergic to aspirin. Yeah. So whatever's in that would surely kill her. She's in not s- wrong. In the same hallway, Stan and Stokely are watching as a line is forming now of students outside the principal's office. They think maybe it's locker searches. Each of, uh, each of our high schoolers kind of team up in little groups. Stan with Delilah, Zeke with Mary Beth, and Frodo with Stokely. Because Delilah grabs Stan and is like, I have to talk to you. And then as soon as they walk away, Frodo grows, grabs Stokely and is like, can I talk to you? Now, Stan and Delilah, that makes sense. But Frodo and Stokely, we have nothing to connect these two losers in any way, shape, or form. It's not like they loserly eat lunch together at the We Beat You Up We have established. Why would she stop and talk to him? Yeah, we haven't established any friendship. It just doesn't make any sense that she would listen to him at all. She hates everyone at the school, which probably includes the poor kid that gets his nuts rammed against the flagpole every day. So Zeke and Mary Beth walk the campus. Mary Beth tells us her parents died, so she had to move here with her cousins. Zeke says he understood his parents died too, emotionally. That's uh, Johnny level, Johnny Utah level fucked up. <laughs> the two dudes from earlier uh, run up. The, they bought the fake IDs. They run up to Zeke. Uh, they want to buy all his scat, his homemade drug that he makes. They're very intent on make sure, making sure they get all of it. And uh, how would they know that it kills animals? They're like, things 
people are acting weird. We need the drugs. Yeah. All the drugs. And then Which fam- makes you wonder, so are they already... They can't already be... They are. But they can't. Yeah, they can't. They can't already be aliens because they're going in order of importance and fuckboy one and fuckboy two <laughs> are really low on the totem pole here. See, then you're just assuming that, okay? Fuckboy number one, first of all, he's fuckboy one. More important than fuckboy two. Right. He may have a big following. There may be a whole bunch of fuckboys behind him. You don't even know. There could be 416 fuckboys. <laughs> and how would any of them know that Scat's so dangerous? They wouldn't. That's true. Unless fuckboy one and fuckboy two are infected and one of them fucking died. All right, I'll give you that. But you know what? It makes no sense. The plot needs you to know that... Shush, let me finish the thought. The plot needs you to know that scat is what kills them. So you can stumble upon it later. I think that these people just wanted to get high. And I don't think these people were ever infected because I think they're the only ones that were safe because they were high the whole time. (laughs) They're like, people are acting weird. We want all the drugs. And then I was thinking, I wonder if they're on so many drugs that the the things can't infect them. No, I think the things know they're on so many drugs. Well, we're not going to... Let's not go here. (laughs) So Famke walks up. Looking way more dark Phoenixy. <laughs> yeah, she did. This and, scene uh, makes me so uncomfortable. It's, she isn't mousy this it's time. Bad. Lays into him. <laughs> it was really upsetting. It's like, hey, fuck boy. Yeah. Or what this, is it, fuckwad? This is the most uncomfortable scene in the entire movie. Yeah. So she lays into him pretty hard, uh, saying he ain't gonna be selling these drugs anymore. If she do, if he does, she's gonna stick her foot so far up his ass. She'll be sucking on his toes. It's all. He'll be sucking on her toes. toes. It's all weird. And she's it's, a completely different person. It's violent 100%. and sexual and angry, and it just, it's so it's weird. Good. It's a good time, is what she's getting. No. She wants not. to do the old hibbity dibbity. Only if you're a Christian Grey. Oh, hunka chunka. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. Back in the library, Stan and Stokely chat about how everyone is acting weird, especially the faculty. Stokely mentions it's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. This is what writers call hanging a lampshade. Ooh, is that what they call it? I like how the whole school acts like nobody's read a fucking piece of science fiction or watched a scary movie in their entire life. Whatever, nerd. It's basically basically the writer saying, hey, savvy audience, we know we aren't breaking new ground here with just (laughs) ripping this movie off, but have fun. Then Frodo kind of goes off the deep end um, saying that maybe all sci-fi alien movies are real or based on true stories that aliens told Spielberg, Lucas, or whoever. And the character of Casey says, is living in the Matrix. She says, these are fictional stories. They're in the fiction section of the library. And he says, yeah, so is Schindler's List. And so they're they're like, he reads, but he's never read or, read or seen any science fiction or horror. And is your, is your, art, your argument really... Well, Schindler's List is fiction, but the Holocaust is real. So, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is fiction, but the aliens are real. That's some <laughs> fucked up logic right there. That's how he got there, yes. So That's Stokes, fucked up. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I agree. Stokes tries to reel him in, but he's still kind of consumed by his Do thought Do you think train. the writers were on scat when they wrote this? <laughs> Guaranteed to jack you up. Stokes asks, Stokes asks, if they're pod people, then where are the pods? And in Puppet Masters, they were parasites. Stan and Stokely go snatch up Delilah and Stan and take them to the biology classroom. Because now they think that this organism he found, this yeah. new species, they intend to explain. Might have something it took them to way too long to come to this, too. Yeah, these fuckers are dumb. Zeke's supposed to be a genius. What the hell? They intend he, to explain. He's not in on this yet, this uh, conversation. Although, yeah. he should be thinking something's really fucking weird because that teacher, who he's been harassing for years, suddenly came at him and looks completely different. 
Yeah, he's supposed no. to be so fucking smart. You should have known. Wait, you think he's been harassing her for years? I don't think he's been harassing her. I think he's just fucking with her because that's what he does. Well, and okay. because she came at him. Like, I don't think he would have any interactions with her if he could avoid it. I think he'd like I mean, to give her the old teacher. interactions. Yes. He's in her class. He's going to give her a dark but, Like, he knows yeah. that she's easily made uncomfortable, which is why he said the condom thing to her before. But I don't think he's, like, going out of his way to hit on her. He to be her ex. Man. No, I wouldn't. I don't mean harassing her like that. I mean fucking with yeah. her. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> so anyway, they intend the to explain claws in her. You know what I mean? Expen- no. Tend to explain how they think the jelly shrimp was an alien parasite, and when they get there, the tank is empty. They talk it out for a bit, but Stan's not buying it. And it- what you don't know is Zeke and Mary Beth have snuck into the storeroom next door because Zeke needs to go shopping. For some supplies. Elaine's doing finger quotes. To make his drugs. I like how she does finger quotes. Does say she's doing finger quotes? She says, you borrow supplies? And he says, no, I steal them. <laughs> well, they kiss a little bit, but through the ventilation ducts, they hear this crew debate, the crew debating on alien takeover theory. Mm-hmm. Stan asks, well, why here? Why not uh, anywhere else? Why Ohio? Frodo says, well, you don't come down and blow up the White House I, Independence Day style. You sneak in the back door. At that, Zeke runs in and screams to scare everybody. Then John Stewart comes in asking, what the fuck are all of you kids doing in my class? Uh, Zeke asks, uh, Zeke says, well, Frodo thinks you're an alien, and you and all the faculty. And what happened to the species? He's like, I sent it to the university, just yep. like I said I was going to do. Yep, yep. Uh, then he tells them all that to just go ahead and have a seat. This will all be over soon. Zeke tries to leave, and Stewart throws him across the room. And they're like, oh, you shouldn't be able to do that. It pretty much attacks anybody that tries to leave. (laughs) And Zeke goes fucking apeshit and gets the paper shredder. Yeah, he starts to choke Frodo. And then Zeke goes to the paper shredder. And and Samurai sores the shed of his fingers. Tears the blade off. This is too early to go for the paper shredder. Cutter. Zeke is is a sociopath, possible murderer. Because he he is just like, what's going on? Uh, Guys harassing me. We'll kill him. Like, whoa, brother. He instantly (laughs) goes for the paper cutter and busts it off and and it's got a machete. Like, this is too quick. Mm -hmm. You go and you attack the teacher physically and try to prime off Frodo. Does it again later. But He's like Christian Slater in Heathers. He's like, let's just kill him. But you you try a physical, like, man-on-man attack before you go for a weapon. Christian Slater would have done it. Yeah, it's Jon Stewart. It's not Tito. And you don't even (laughs) know how dangerous he is. And they go right to fucking murder. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he pulls the paper cutter's... Uh, razor part off and basically makes a makeshift machete chops off all of John Stewart's fingers on his one hand which then turn into little wormy things that <laughs> crawl, crawl on the floor, the floor. oh my god with jellyfish Whoa. tentacles <laughs> um, and then he continues to try and I guess turn Frodo and Zeke stabs him in the eye yeah he gets one his of scat, scat pens. Yeah, he's like let me get my scat and open it up he doesn't just stab him with it he opens it up and stabs him in the eye with some scat because which I automatically think scat pens Got to come out of the prison wallet. <laughs> now nah, he's got really baggy pants with big nah, pockets. Nah, nah. It's the '90s, dude. You could have got a lot of scat in those pants. There is some <laughs> outfits in this movie. There are some outfits. So Stewart throws Zeke through a, the fish tank, but then Zeke gets him stabbed in the eye, and he starts to foam up. And we see that there's definitely a reaction to this drug. Zeke tosses uh, Stan tosses Zeke 
the machete and he goes to finish the dish, finish him off. Yeah, but he like appears Stan's to be dead. like, all right, I'm on team murder, but I'm not gonna do it. So Zeke, and let me chuck you, let me chuck a machete at you, and Zeke <laughs> catches it. First of all, if you throw a machete at me, I'm ducking. Not only does he catch it, he catches it and flings it around a little bit, like. <laughs> so Frodo shit. scoops up one of the parasites, finger things, and he says, for evidence. And then uh, Stan says, uh, we act cool and head straight to the parking lot. Don't stop. Don't talk to anybody. And as soon as they head out, everyone in the school starts staring at them. Some start Why whisper- did they let them leave? Some start whispering their names. This doesn't make sense. Yes, if everybody is an alien, why did they let them leave the school? You just tackled them make them aliens. No. Oh, look, I fixed it. You didn't, you didn't realize it. They were wearing plot armor. <laughs> so they all haul, haul ass to Zeke's car just as Usher and the football team walk up. Zeke peels out and they go. Uh, Usher's like, hey, Stan, don't you want to come hang with us? And Stan's, and Zeke's like, get in the car. And Stan's like, no, I'm, no, cool. I'm good. And gets in the, but it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. So they check the radio. It's just static. And then some local cops have set up a checkpoint. Zeke just makes a hard right and continues to drive. They go to Zeke's house. He has a chem lab set up. Because that's the and last like, place we look for. <laughs> Uh, the crew asks where his parents are. He says, I don't know, Europe. So the 18-year-old biochemist, Zeke here, cuts the tail end off the parasite and puts it into his test mouse's cage. Stan gives side-eye to Frodo when they notice Zeke has a revolver on his work table. Zeke, as Zeke says, man, it's just a gun. Zeke puts up. I mean, he's a teenager living all by himself with a meth lab. <laughs> I would have a gun. It's not a meth so, lab. It's a scat lab. Scat yeah. lab. Zeke puts I was like, holy shit, he's got a meth lab. <laughs> See, look what you did. <laughs> no, I said that when we were watching it. Zeke puts a water drop onto the parasite's uh, bit of the parasite. It revives, attacks the mouse, and enters its ear, like Seti Eels from Star Trek 2. Uh, Zeke says he's sorry to his mouse, Oscar, and breaks his neck. Which wouldn't kill it, because we saw the teacher get murdered earlier, and she isn't dead, so you didn't actually kill your fucking mouse. Then he dissects the mouse and removes the whole new regenerated parasite from inside the mouse's body. So the team figures out that the parasite needs a host body, but it also needs a lot of water to stay viable. This is why everyone's guzzling water. Look, it's right at the mouse. Zeke's drug Just scat. Six seconds it was in there. Zeke's drug scat is mostly caffeine pills that are Wait. ground up with other shit. Which is a diuretic. So a diuretic. It drives people out. That's why it uh, took out Stuart. Zeke sprinkles this, it into the parasite. It foams, foams up, dries up, and dies. This is, okay, this is as dumb <laughs> as the dandruff shampoo from Evolution. <laughs> How do you guys know that? You don't know anything. This, I mean, like, honestly, this is that level of shit. And that movie was a comedy and was supposed to be dumb. <laughs> and then... It's the, a tau-tay all over again. <laughs> then the, hey, hey, hey. And that's where we're getting to. Then the movie throws in the trope that I hate more than anything. If you kill the queen... Everybody just turns back to normal, which I don't know where they get that from. It just comes out of nowhere. I don't know, but it's we're going to talk about that at the end because it makes no well, sense. There's, there's species where if you kill the, the leader, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Like if you kill the queen bee, the rest of the bees right. just kind of like hang out. Like, now what? But they wouldn't die. Yeah. It doesn't so make the, any sense. Delilah says she just wants to run. She just wants to get the fuck out of here. And Frodo explains, where are you going to go? If they took over our high school in a couple of days that easily, what happens in a month? Where are you going to go to that they won't find you? Say, look, I know this is a big word for you, but exponential. Then he also says, you know, plus, we don't know, one of us could be an alien. So now we get an homage to 
the king of one of these types of movies, The Thing, by John Carpenter. It has that iconic alien test scene. Is it iconic? It's a pretty big scene. It's not my favorite scene in that movie. Really? No. You don't like I the don't, alien test scene with the blood? I like the alien test scene. It's, it's awesome. Not, it's not my favorite scene in the movie. It's I don't part, have a favorite scene because I've never seen that movie. Well, we <laughs> Spoilers! Well, we, you've never, we're going to get to that movie, I'm yeah. sure, at some point. I'm surprised you haven't picked it yet. Well, we can't because it's like 90% or whatever. But Is it really? It's pretty high. I was going to pick it for Halloween, but I It's his best else. movie. But first, they throw around... It's a classic. I did Big Trouble in Little China. That was basically the same team. But that was an anniversary. We did that for, what, yeah, a 50th a, episode? I don't remember. That was a big deal. It's an so, awesome movie, too. So first we throw around how everybody has changed. Stan quit the football team and now is using a larger vocabulary. Delilah has been dressing down and wearing glasses. Stokely has been more social and checking out Stan. Such a non-lesbian thing to do. And who Something even, who even know who the hell Mary Beth is? Zeke seems to know a lot about everything, despite his failing all his classes. And Casey is all of a sudden acting a lot more brave. Any of them could be an alien. But they're just trying to make it seem like anybody could be an alien. It's really stupid. Which is right, because any of them could be an alien. So in The Thing, an al- the alien is a shapeshifter, but it's more of a collection of independent cells acting together. Kurt Russell takes everyone's blood in a <laughs> sample, puts it in separate dishes, and heats up a copper wire, sticks it into each person's blood... And then the one with the alien, the one that's an alien, sells acts spectacularly. But in this one... Again, spoilers. I like how you detailed that scene. Like It was awesome. But They did in South Park when they, they found out they had lice. And Cartman took everybody's blood and did it. It's pretty awesome. Really? <laughs> Tony, just by the way, Tony... Why would that have to, to do with that. lice? It's so awesome. You didn't need it to bring that. It's just Cartman <laughs> being a prick. And Cartman picks, he picks oh God, uh, Kenny so yeah. and just splashes it on his face. Like, oh my God, he has lice. But it, it, the blood didn't react. He just splashed it. It was so funny. Yeah. But in this one, Zeke wants them all to do a hit of his homemade drug, Scat. Which, honestly, no, dude. I'll just take some caffeine pills or drink a few cans of Dr. Pepper before I snort some scat that you made. Now, this is 1998. You have Pour any jo- some salt <laughs> in my mouth. Something. <laughs> Josta. But, uh, so Casey's up first. He snorts it up. No, and they were all like, no, I'm not going to do it. It's like, yes, you're all going to say no and then do it eventually. Yeah. Stan tells Zeke uh, he has to snort it. Zeke says, no, I don't get high on my own stuff. Stan, uh, Stan pulls out Zeke's gun and points it at him. Zeke says, okay, whatever, man. And then he snorts it. And, but his this is what pisses me off about the scene. He hides it with his sleeve. So you don't really see that he does it, and that's shitty. <laughs> then Zeke takes the gun and hands it to Stan, hands Stan a dose. Uh, Stan snorts it. Again, we don't see it either. It's because they're not actually snorting it. Which is weak. acting. Well, but we do see it when Casey snorts it. You yeah. see the whole white disappear. But like most of these people, you don't see it, and that pisses me off. That's probably because it was an expensive effect to do. Hmm. Either that or, you know, Elijah Wood was the only one who wanted to snort baby laughs. I need to see it. <laughs> if we're I'm, all thinking we're aliens and you're going to snort it, I need to see that shit go into your nose. You know what I mean? I'm willing to bet this is baby Maybe Elijah laxative. Wood was the only one <laughs> who actually did book. Yeah. Maybe. Because uh, they use it for, uh, like, cocaine in movies. Because mm-hmm. you could snort that and it won't hurt you. Right. Um... Maybe everybody else ate the Breen burrito, and if they took more laxative, they would die. <laughs> Stokely, uh, pro- chili. Stokely protests, but Zeke says, look, man, aliens are taking over, so you have to weigh your decisions here. She snorts it, and we see it, so yay. <laughs> Stan and Frodo are in the background laughing their asses off from 
Caffeine pills, I guess. Well, there's other chemicals in it. I mean, Apparently, it gets what? you jacked. <laughs> Jack you up. It's guaranteed. So Delilah's up. She refuses, but of course, Zeke says she and Mary Beth have to do it. And Mary Beth's like, that could kill me. I have allergies. I told you. Yeah. I told you I'm allergic. It's going to kill me. You're so like, they both. So you're allergic anyway. to aspirin. Doesn't mean you're allergic to caffeine. Yeah, it's not like, the same thing. Um, are you a kid? Yeah, you probably drank soda. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, and aspirin and caffeine are not even made from the same plant. No. So just because you're allergic to cocaine doesn't mean you can't take heroin. So Mary Beth appears to take it. No Don't problem. Don't do that, listener. Right. Don't, neither, neither one of those are good. No. Let's just assume you're allergic to both and don't do it. The alien ends up being Delilah. And it's like teenage suicide. Don't do it. Face right. starts contorting. Yeah. Frodo has the gun. She's got bugs crawling under her skin. Frodo has the gun. Uh, Zeke tells her to shoot her, but, like, shoot her? Really? But he won't. So Stokely says, fuck it, I'll shoot her, and takes the revolver and starts firing at her. Delilah knocks over the chem lab and smashes through the door. Yeah, and if she was shooting for shit, she wouldn't get a whiff. See, this is the thing. She learned to shoot on a converted 454. No one learns to shoot on a converted 454. I did. And that explains a lot. But... (laughs) It's so weird because the pen in the eye killed the teacher, but snorting the stuff doesn't kill Delilah. I don't think she snorted it. I think she faked it. Or maybe we don't see it. We don't see anybody snort it except Frodo and uh, the one girl, Stokely. Stokely. Well, whatever she does, it makes all the buggies crawl under her skin. So no, they were just showing that she's in fact an alien. She didn't snort it at all. Outside, a teacher's waiting for her in a practice car for uh, driver's ed, and they roll it roll out. Roll out, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. makes no sense. So now, they why have, would that teacher be standing? We waiting for? Well, her they're all linked mentally, the hive mind. Mm-hmm. So now they have to find the queen. If they kill the queen, it all stops. But they only have a small amount of scat left. They try to figure out where the queen will be, and then because they don't know the recipe for scat. Right, it's Friday night. There's only <laughs> well, one place. Before Delilah left, she knocked over a lot of his stuff. Do you and... know what the recipe is? Caffeine pills. Our stores, <laughs> our stores, no longer around. Yeah, I mean the rare substance of caffeine pills. And okay, just I, so I diuretics. Say, you need a diuretic. Just pour salt on them. <laughs> like slugs, right? Like he has boxes and boxes of caffeine pills. And if she breaks all the stuff and he needs to get more supplies, where do they go? The high school. So why don't they just go to the chemistry lab and make more scat? Or just walk up and go, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry about this. I cut him." Oh, uh, healed right up. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> uh, didn't heal. My bad, dude. <laughs> I know. You, You're on I'm, our team. I'm going to just cut you open with my paper cutter machete and pour salt in the open wound. <laughs> there you go. Ow, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, know what these kids needed? The Monster Squad, because they'd have been on this shit. Yeah. He's like, in kick go- him in the nards! Is goddamn he in the club or is he not in the club? Yeah, exactly. I'm in the goddamn club, aren't I? <laughs> so, it's Friday night, so the only place that every the queen would be is at the football game. Okay, so we go there. Because they're sure the queen is Miss Davis to principal, because obviously the queen is Miss Davis to principal. Right. Who's Miss Davis? Miss Drake. Uh, oh, Drake. Bibi Newirth. <laughs> oh, you mean Lilith. Miss Lilith. <laughs> Bibi. Her name is Bibi Newirth. She's, she's wonderful. So um, She's okay. I like her. I've always cut, enjoyed her and Fraser. We cut to the football game. The Hornets are smashing whoever the hell it is they're playing. Yeah, they're like clotheslining <laughs> them and shit. They're being like really violent. But converting them to aliens? Yeah. <laughs> C-1000 is laughing his ass off at the game. We also see that every time the Hornets tackle somebody, they place a little parasite in their ear. Um, and, yeah, they're just smashing the other team. Uh, Stan and Stokely move through the crowd. They're trying to, they figure that Principal Lilith is the queen, so they're scanning the crowd trying to find her. They finally spot her on the stands, but she sees them also as well. And they, she starts to move after them, and they run. 
and they basically lead her to the gym. Stan and Zeke tackle her with a volleyball net, take her to the ground. Uh, she keeps acting like she has no idea what everybody's talking about. Stan pulls the gun on her, and they tell her to snort this drug <laughs> that uh, Mary Beth has poured into a pen. Lilith says, uh, no, <laughs> I'm not snorting this fucking drug. Uh, and they call her they call her bluff, but um, she calls their bluff, so they're kind of stuck because they said shoot shoot this up or we're gonna shoot you in the face. And she goes no, <laughs> so they're like fuck. Like uh... Frodo's like, well, we can't. We just stab her in the pen into her eye like we did with Stuart. Like, Stan, are we sure she's the hive? <laughs> Stan says, yeah, stab her in the face and then I'll shoot her. Lilith starts begging, and they're all like, we're not hundred percent. But it doesn't matter to Zeke. He just walks up, snatches the gun, and shoots her in the head. Yep. See, anybody else have this problem with it, you got to snort it. So yeah. why don't you just stick it in her mouth? Yeah. Or like she said, you cut her. Cut them. Just pour it in their <laughs> wound. Yeah. Like, so you have to snort this. No, no you don't. Not really. Because <laughs> you know how you can ingest it, you know, through the mouth? Mm-hmm. That works. So Zeke walks up, you know, he snatches the gun, shoots her in the head. Lilith drops and bleeds out all over the floor. And they're like, fuck, maybe we were wrong about this. Oops. But then she pops up. Uh, she has the jelly shrimp shit all over her face. And Mary Beth throws the rest of the drug in her face. All of the scat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this melts, and then she starts to melt. Because he has, like, his scat in, like, this dispenser that dispenses it into the pen yeah. um, cartridges. And Mary Beth is holding it because give the girl you don't know. He, I guess she kisses really good. She must have very flavored nipples. Because if I'm in an alien apocalypse and I have and we have one weapon, guess who's carrying it? Fucking me. <laughs> I'd give it to Frodo. You know he's not the alien. So Lilith melts everywhere, but Zeke is pissed because that was all of his fucking. He, and scat. he has like this. Oh, it's like you dumb bastard. They all watch the game from the windows. Um, now that Lilith is dead. But it doesn't seem like there's anything changed. But they can't really tell from sure if they're so far away. Stan says he'll go run and check, but he wants a pen of the uh, dose of the scat. Zeke says, okay, but um, it's, uh, it's one of the last ones. There's like ten times in this movie where it's the last one. Mm-hmm. So he tells him it's the last one, so use it wisely. That's just lazy writing. Yeah, it really is. Frodo says, this is a dumb plan. But Stan says, well, look, if it doesn't work, then we're fucked anyway, so who cares? But before he steps out, Stoke walks up to him, grabs him, and pulls him in, kisses him. Just in case. Oh. And I, they have what's called a shared moment. Mm. Yeah, they do. Stan runs up to the coach, and he and the rest of the team are just sitting in the rain, soaking it all up. With the little laser thing. And his, the coach's face. Yeah, whenever lightning strikes the flash, you can see that the alien's under his skin. Like all the little red... Tentacles. Tentacles are, like, coming out That's of right. their skin. They Not out of their orifices. But that too, but just like out of their pores. So we cut back to the group and Stan hits the Stan hits the door. Let me in. It didn't work. Let me in. Uh, Zeke says, prove it. Snort the scat. He holds it up to his nose. And he's like, wait a minute. I'll do it. Just let me in. He's like, no, do it out there. Yeah, do it let out there. Let me do it then. inside. Nope. And then he holds it up to his nose to snort it, smiles, dumps it out on the ground. And Stoke is all sad. Stoke starts crying. Stan says, look, dude. Uh, it's better inside the hive. There's no pain. There's no sadness. Everything's fine. It's all hunky-dory. Stan starts to beat on the door. Open the fucking door. We, we've we already won, so give up. Zeke waves his gun at him and tells him to leave, and he runs away. He said, no, he says something says no pain. He said, you come in here, I'll show you some fucking pain. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. You dork. <laughs> so now it's just Mary B. 
Marybeth, Stokes, Zeke, and Frodo. They seem to pretty much be screwed, but Zeke remembers, wait a minute, he might have more scat in the trunk of his car. So Frodo and Zeke run out to his car, the football team's marching by, and, and for some reason, Stan puts on his fucking shoulder pads. It's the yeah. fucking douchiest fucking part of the whole fucking movie. John has a real problem with this. Uh, it's stupid that they're all wearing so, the shit anyway. So, but they were just playing a football game. But so take it, makes, it off. But it makes sense for them to be in uniform. But This Stan, little schmuck decides to be suit up. <laughs> he should be in his jeans and t-shirt. True. They all hide, uh, Stan and Zeke, oh, sorry, Frodo and Zeke hide under a bus. Frodo says, wait, why? Casey. Yeah, whatever. Frodo. Frodo says, uh, does it really take two of us to go to your car? And uh, Zeke says, no, but one of us is a decoy. And then he pushes Frodo, and Frodo jumps out, draws the team to a school bus, and then runs inside. The and football team tries to smash its way into the to the bus. And you know what's amazing? Mm. What's just... It just this, happens to be... This shit's amazing. Okay, <laughs> so there's all these buses, and the one bus he like goes on... of them. Yeah, there's like 4,000 buses. And the one bus he jumps on is the one with the, with the hot girl on that he's wanted to, you know, boff. So it's Delilah. She tries to seduce him, but he runs away from her and climbs through a ceiling escape hatch. They just, have those. Just as the football team comes in. Zeke uses uh, uses this distraction to check his trunk. Uh, and, and Famke shows up. She tries to seduce him. He tries to run, and she smashes in the window of his car. He gets and drives off. She really wants that Z. No, the D. Mm. Mm. I'm just doing a thing. <laughs> She's uh, attacking him while he's driving. He puts on a seatbelt and crashes into a bus. See, where was the line earlier about the D? You didn't say it. I don't know what you're talking about. Guaranteed you to check it up. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> crashes his car into a bus. This launches Famke into the air. Uh, but he finds three more doses of scat in his car. No, there was like 15. <laughs> yeah, it was all rolling around, and then all of a sudden he only has three. He's the worst drug dealer I saw ever. that shit. He had about 20. You know, Frank <laughs> Lucas always knew where his drugs were, how much drugs there were, and where it was accounted for. He just leave it willy-nilly just on the floorboards of his car. Dog trash. But he finds, uh, okay, he, he, he sees Famke somehow got her head cut off in the crash, and it's crawling around. On, and becomes an octopus? Yeah. Yeah, this is some terrible effects. This This is the worst CGI of the movie. And it crawls back over to her head, her body walking around. She picks it up. It said Famke Jansen has never seen this movie because she didn't want to see this part of the movie. Well, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, she just thinks it'd be gross. It's not, though. It's just bad. (laughs) Back at the gym. She hasn't missed anything. I mean, we'll see. Back at the gym, Mary Beth and Stokes are talking and sitting on the bleachers. Mary asks Stokes, so in the movies and the books and stuff, how do the body snatcher stories end? And Stokes says, well, it's a running theme, but the humans always lose. And Mary says, well, is that that's such a bad thing? Maybe it's a win. Um, Stan seemed happy. Stan looked happy, and, and they talk, and Mary reveals that, well, she's the queen, and punches Stokes in the, Stokes in the face. I'm tired of this shit. She switches to a large monster, and as Frodo comes in, uh, Stokes and Frodo run to the pool room which seems like the wrong place to run to. Yeah. We know these creatures like water. Frodo, but this, I'm not sure that the queen needs water constantly like the rest of them do because they're all drinking water nonstop, and she's never drinking water. Like, yeah. Part of the deal of this, she should have been drinking water every time you saw her mm-hmm. and or something like that. But she never has a drink, never needs water, so does she need to go to the pool? No. Is she, queen. Is she good with the chlorine in the pool? I was wondering about that too. But it's either way, water, I guess. Either way, Frodo and Stokes run around the pool while the Queen dives in through it and goes she's to the other side faster. Swimmer. 
she snatches Stokes out, feet out from under her, and she smashes her face really hard on the tile floor. Bleeds, yeah, mm-hmm. but it doesn't affect a lot. But it doesn't affect her anymore. It looks after. like she lost some teeth. Yeah. She's bleeding yeah. so much. And, and she's yanked into the pool. Uh, Frodo tries to save her. He he basically pulls her out with a, one of those cleaning nets, and uh, they move into the locker room and hide some more. Monster Beth turns back to Mary Beth. But now she's naked. And swims around naked. Like, she's literally walking around swimming butt booty naked. Now, I'm wondering, was that a butt double? <laughs> Probably. Did someone walk around and be like, I'm going to be Mary Beth's butt? I don't know. Because <laughs> what else is this actor spending? Right. So she walks around the locker room searching for them. Uh, Zeke is there now. Stokes tells him uh, Mary Beth's the queen and she's the monster. Mary Beth uh, says, uh, no, Stokes is the monster. Um, but she's naked, so the ruse doesn't work very well. Zeke's like, uh, so tell me why, <laughs> what happened to your clothes? <laughs> but he's still looking like, yeah. So, and she couldn't, how would you think that nipple placement? Because I didn't see her nipples either. No, nah, I didn't see any. The shadows in this were terrible. They were always like, her, they would shadow right in the crack of her ass. Mm. And then they shadow right in her areolas. It was weird. So, so Monster Beth yeah. tries to seduce Zeke. They weren't trying to show her. They Clearly. just wanted us to know she was naked. We didn't need to see yeah. her naked. And you can see the shape of the bosoms, but not the actual bosoms? Yes. Mm-hmm. They seem nice. So <laughs> They seem nice. Monster Beth tries to seduce Zeke, but he's not buying it. Zeke says, wait, I saw you take the test, so how is this possible? And Monster Beth says, no, did you really see that? What did you see? And then we get a little flashback, and we see that her nostrils closed, and she didn't take any of the scat. She, yeah, the bottom of the pen, she, she flipped off She's, the bottom of the pen and it fell out. Yeah. But in that scene, you I, I that. looked for yeah. that. And no, the bottom part of the pen was on the entire time. She shot her head back. It better would have been better if she shot her head back and like dumped it like you do the fake shot thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been better. Especially with her hair. She could have yeah. like bullshitted it, but no. They decided, oh, went at the bottom. Yeah, no one would have noticed all this white well, stuff on her fucking sh- lap. I mean, it was a cool... You got to see a good CGI tentacle finger. Yes, but it, it doesn't <laughs> hold up. air quotes. Because the, yeah, the, the booger sugar would have <clears throat> fell on her lap. And they'd have been like, oh, there it is right there. You must be the alien. Pow! Well, I thought this is... This raised the question for me of did all the students know that she was the queen? And then Tony's like, I think they did, but they were keeping it on the DL. Because I was like, why would Delilah insist that she take it first or at the same time? I didn't say that. I said none of them knew that she was the queen except Delilah. And I think the queen, because they have the hive minds, the queen's like, look, Delilah, you're going to take the L for this because I'm the fucking queen. And then Delilah took the L and ran. And then so it, they had them take it at. Yeah. The, or she said, "We're going to take it at the so same time." So it's a bit time. of a distraction, yeah. So you so. distract them from me, yeah. and they won't see the stuff all over my lap. Yeah. Same with I'm sure she was telling. But I was like, Lilith. "Did they know she was the queen? Because they're no. all while she's the queen, trying to throw her under the bus a few times." <laughs> she told Lilith, "You're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the hive." So they're back and forth between Lilith or between uh, Lilith between. Stokes and Monster Beth, which is the queen, and Zeke's like, look, you're naked, so you're the monster. And he goes to stab her with one of the uh, pen things, but Stokes grabs him because she's infected too. Yeah, we saw her in the pool, and it gives you the impression that she didn't get infected, but bitch took her in the pool, she's infected. Yes. She got the hurt. But Frodo grabs uh, Stokes and throws her in one of those cages. uh, Like an equipment cage or whatever. Zeke grabs Frodo and hands him a scat dose. And Frodo says, okay, cool, let's go after Beth. And he goes, hold on, chief. You're going to take this fucking dose. He's like, why do I have to take a dose? And he's like, because I leave for five minutes, I come back, and everybody's a fucking alien. So he sniffs it, 
and he's fine. And he starts going. He's not fine. No. He's fucking now high as shit. Yeah, just like everyone else. So monster. I feel bath. like you could have taken <clears throat> a little bit out. Yeah, I know. And made him put it on his tongue or something. And if there was a reaction, you're an nah, animal. it's more fun. We need to waste a whole dose. Yeah, they, they now take he, a big dose every time they like do this. Now he's like drugged yeah. as we try to fight the final boss. No shit. It's not the final boss. The so monster bed starts to but hunt for them. It's to the final boss. Uh, she fucks up Zeke, uh, but doesn't kill him, and then goes after Frodo. Now, this scene, I think, is cool. Uh, it's Mary Beth walking naked through the locker room, but her shadows are all around her, just wiggling like tentacles. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. She stalks through the room and explains that how she was happy on her planet. It was just a vast, o- vast oceans as far as the eye could see. It was Waterworld. And it started... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's dirt. <laughs> Except for those damn smokers. But uh, it started to dry up, so she had to escape. She came here. How did she escape? Met all these people. Had a hard time Spaceship. understanding. Spaceship. So uh, there was water as far as the eye could see, and they built spaceships for water aliens to fly mm-hmm. away? Yeah. So they had a hard time. Where's the spaceship? Maybe when it started to dry up, they started a spaceship initiative. <laughs> On Ooh. land. She didn't right. understand the why uncovered <laughs> everyone was upset and disconnected, so she was going to unite everyone, and now everybody would be fine. But uh, my question is, so you come from an ocean planet, and you come to Earth, which is 70% water, and you right. land in Ohio? It's a good amount. Yeah, right. Why don't you <laughs> just land in the ocean, take over all the sea life, and then move on to the land? I don't know. That didn't make any sense. I assume... That she crashed in Ohio for some fucking reason. Probably. That's the only thing I could. But immediately, the Ohio River. There's is also. There, is, there, <laughs> is there animals in that? I don't know. Is it so like there, fish I mean, stuff? the Ohio River is one of the biggest rivers in the country. Is it? And it goes all the way down and converges with the Mississippi and goes all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. So even if there's. Like, you could just ride that down. Yeah. Where's jump the out, spaceship? people, jump back yeah. in. Where is the spaceship? Maybe it crashed in Ohio, and that's how she ended up there. And no one found the plane crash. Maybe it burned up in the atmosphere, and all that was left was a tiny chicken nugget. <laughs> so she finds... That landed on the football field. She finds where Frodo's hiding. <laughs> no, Mary Beth landed. landed. Never uh, mind, I give up. Maybe she started out small like a chicken nugget, but she grows stronger with every person she infects, and that's why she's big monster Beth at the end. Sure. So she finds where Frodo's hiding. Uh, but he runs. She monologues to him. She gets pissed. She monologues. She goes, you know what? This is where your fucking fiction stories get it right. You you, you lose. Um, she turns back into Monster Bath and starts chasing him, which I think Monster Bath actually looks pretty cool. For, yeah, it's for, not bad. For uh, an effect. She runs to the gym. Uh, the, school, the school has these bleachers that basically fold back into themselves if you hit the automatic button. You didn't have those? No. Um, we did, but I had a... Ours, Taylor, so. ours you just pushed in. Yeah, I don't remember ever having mechanical ones. I'm we sorry. Pushed this school seems so run down. The fact that it would have a mechanical system that pushed in the bleachers and that worked that good. And a pool. <laughs> no, that mean, works so well. It crushed an alien was where I got like, it. I've never seen a school that had a pool. So every time I see one, it's always in a movie, and I'm like, damn. Your high schools don't have pools. Mine didn't. Have you never been to your kid's high school? There's not a fucking pool there. <laughs> I mean, I have been. I just assumed there was a pool. Every no. high school I've ever I've ever been in has had a pool. Around here, if you're on the I swim like team, you go to the rec centers like to practice okay. for swim. So 
I did not know that. Where I grew <laughs> every school had a pool. That's, and she grew up every in, school. She grew up in the Midwest. You know what? Ohio. No. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. Every I school had a fucking pool. Yeah, we heard None you say that three times, but it doesn't help. That's you keep saying so it. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, Why don't the schools have pools? <laughs> Mine looks like a prison. We go so. to but the city swim. rec centers to practice. That's where they. That's where Pat, they practice. I'm sorry, my mind has been blown. It's totally weird. <laughs> I don't know what to say, people. So, Obviously, neither of my so, kids swam. <laughs> so the school has automatic bleachers. Frodo jumps into them. Uh, to escape her, he hits the button on the way in. Monster Beth comes in after her, uh, slithering through the uh, the connector bars or whatever. And when it gets to the end, Frodo dives out, rolls on the ground, and it catches Monster Beth and crushes her in there a little bit. <clears throat> and she's stuck. She's about a foot away from his face. And at this point, he can see her eyes. And Which then he we says, know she can shoot shit out of her mouth and still get him. Right. And he <laughs> says... Guarantee to jack you up. And he stabs her in the eye. But at the same time he stabs her in the eye, she shoots the parasites into his face. He's like, ah. And they start to dig in and he starts to turn. It's horrific. But the creature, um, but then by then the creatures fall out of his face and melt away. And Monster Beth kind of collapses and she starts to melt away. Frodo says, you know what? You wouldn't like it here anyway. Yay, happy ending. (laughs) Nope, there's more. So Stan and Stokes are together. The C-1000 is an asshole again. It's one month later, it's asshole. Yeah. Zeke's on the football team and dating a teacher. Awesome. <laughs> and smoking. All right, we have to slow down and talk about this. <laughs> Frodo. No, no, Frodo we have and to Delilah slow down. We have together. to slow down. No, we don't. We, we do. Down. We have to talk about this. <laughs> no, we don't. I can we finish it and then we can, can talk about it. All right, fine. And finish then, it. Okay, Frodo and Delilah are together and the news can't decide if any of this is true or not. But Frodo is hailed as a hero in all the news. and in yeah. Time Magazine. All right, so let's so. let's start here. And then wait a minute. Do it. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You're gonna gloss over the fact that he's over there kissing Delilah. No, I'm trying up. to talk about this shit. So if you stop talking, I'll start my bullet points. <laughs> First of all, okay, they murdered BB Newworth. Murdered her. Well, she murdered. melted. She melted. They no, shot no, no. her in the head before they. So, but put the the teacher like so. Everybody that was still alive, obviously B.B. Newworth is one of the teachers that are missing, but everybody else that came back to themselves, do these two teachers remember? No, the not the kids, but the teachers, the football coach and the other teacher, the drama they teacher. also murdered B.B. Newworth mm-hmm. to infect her. Like, they didn't need to injure her in any way to infect her, but he stabbed her in the hand and the other teacher stabbed her in the chest. Do they just remember doing this? Yes. Probably. Because there's no way that the aliens needed them to do this. So this is what they wanted yeah, to do. They always wanted to do that. They couldn't stand her. She's it's, a bitch. But it's just... And you're just going to go back to your life like nothing happened? Like, I what mean, is your alternative? Your boss in the chest with a... What is your alternative? Um, well, I was in alien form. I stabbed my boss and put me in jail for it? No! It just doesn't... It just... It's weird. It's just very weird. And well, now... You go back to work and be like, I'm sorry. Okay. So let's go bullet pull butt. Okay. So Stan and Stokely are together. That makes sense. I'm fine with that. Whatever. Sure. Zeke, why did you join the football team? Don't you know. don't care about school. You don't need to be on the football team. Also, you're not letting you smoke on the field. <laughs> also, what does he have time for football when he's making but, all this cat? And all of a sudden he's a teacher. And all of a sudden he's dating a teacher who didn't like him before and who I don't feel like he had any kind I think he enjoyed fucking with her, but I don't think he wanted to fuck her. Well now he's enjoying fucking her, don't worry. And he liked Mary Beth. 
Well, Mary Beth, I'm sorry. <laughs> I made out with an alien. That might put me off women, especially older women who are teachers. <laughs> who no. tried to kill me. No, it wouldn't bother me. Not okay. Pretty hot. Yeah. She's, Not okay. She's pretty hot. You know. You know. You. You know why there's always these these stories about uh, these female teachers having sex with teenage boys. Do you know why? Because teenage boys will. Well, right. they're also always hot. Right. Okay. And then Delilah. And At least we've established that so, he's redoing senior year, so he's not a minor. <laughs> Delilah <laughs> still inappropriate. Not okay. <laughs> oh, it's one hundred percent inappropriate. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a crime for and a teacher to do that, whether illegal. you're a minor or not. It's just less illegal. Um, <laughs> less illegal. It's illegal-ish. No, it's still illegal. Let's get to Casey and Delilah. All right, so Casey was in all these magazines and is apparently famous now. So it makes perfect sense that Delilah would want to be with him. I a, guess. She's a but I was but how did he get on the cover of Time when all the bo- the bodies turned into fucking dust? I was like, no, they're not together. <laughs> well, because like, all these people would have I mean, came back to life and been like, yeah, this shit happened. It it's all high weird. school together. Yeah, Who gives a shit? I'm you sorry, know? if I was infected by an alien, I'm not going around telling people, well, I was infected by an alien. Well, it's not like it was a secret. We were all infected. So you have what's called support groups. Well, I, th- I imagine it's they one of those things. The cops, come in, the, the cops that come in, they go, okay, so what's going on? Well, we all know that we were infected by aliens, but the only person that was killed was the principal. And she's gone. The body's and gone. And presumably the biology teacher. No, because yeah, it shows up at the end. I know that. Yeah. You told me that. It right. wasn't in the movie I saw. What? No, <laughs> It that shows up at the very end. That wasn't in the movie. Like I saw. an after credit scene. Yeah, after credit scene, mm. John Stewart is is got an eye patch and he's laughing and he's got a bandaged up hand. Is it setting up some sort of sequel? No, it's just showing you that he, he wouldn't lived. have. But he shouldn't have lived. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Are you I, done? I. Because <laughs> this is all stuff saying, you should have been saying in your recap. Delilah should not be with Casey though because he has a stalker wall. <laughs> all right, well, and he wouldn't be on the cover of Time magazine when there's no proof of aliens. They would have just thought it was a mass hysteria event. I wouldn't say Time, but I could see somebody picking it. It just up. doesn't make sense. I and mean, he, the and he gets super paper, douchey, sure. like, is it local or network? And she's like, both. Yeah. Go no, ahead, Elaine. You're not fucking Frodo. <laughs> she is fucking Frodo. My favorite oh. character. <laughs> My favorite character, I have a tie. I like the coach, and I also like Stan. You like the C-1000? Yeah, I like C-1000, and I like the I'm quitting football guy. I don't know why. My least favorite character like is football. fucking He was Frodo. a big Eminem fan. Like Stan. <laughs> I just... Who didn't you like? Frodo? Frodo. Okay. I don't like Elijah Wood. <laughs> I don't care for him either. I just don't, in general, care for him, and I just feel like he was overacting... And most of the characters in this movie were underacting. I don't know. Well, most of them, it was like their first movie. He just fell out of town I mean, with the rest of the movie. He was pretty young at the time, too. Tony kept saying he but was he 40 was a, in the Well, you movie, don't know how old Elijah Wood is. He had yeah. acted in a lot of movies, though. Yeah, that's true. I just, I feel like he wasn't on the same page as everybody else who was acting in this movie. <laughs> they kind of made him a little too much of a... Okay. I don't know. My favorite tertiary object is all of the rings that they're all wearing that have like four finger rings and middle finger rings <laughs> the and they're 90s. just fucking rings everywhere yeah. and, and then, um but Frodo was not wearing rings my favorite scene <laughs> is when see. they're in the <laughs> chemistry lab slash garage at Zeke's house I just like that scene don't know why and my favorite line is sorry pal no more flogging the bishop Shooter McGavin Shooter McGavin cause he's the best He's almost my favorite tertiary object. <laughs> I give it a... Well, oh, I have to tell you. I had eight jumps 
Really? Yeah. Three. Three times it was by uh, C-1000. <laughs> One time it was fucking Usher. I feel bad about that. <laughs> One time it was Stan. One time it was Delilah. One time it was Zeke. And one time it was Baby Newworth. Because <sighs> I wrote down who was scaring me. Because it kept being... At first it was just Robert Pattinson all right, over the well, place. Um, and I was like, he's well... He's a scary dude. But then all of a sudden there was all these other ridiculous characters. Robert Patrick. I'm... Okay. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I was like... Is this a reference this to movie? something I don't get? <laughs> this movie is... Like, she was talking no. about the dude from fucking Twilight. <laughs> I, I, I forget that... I can never remember his last name. Fine. Uh, Robert C-1000. Patrick. C-1000. Um, I don't, I don't know if I want... I don't, you want to mull it over? I'm going to give it an A. Oh. She was on the fence there. I just, she was. She had the pen over Bay I mean, and it scared me, but that's not hard. But they were on the... <laughs> <laughs> It's all just stupid jump scares, and I mean, it just irritated me this whole movie. And no, all right, yeah. and I can't say that my least favorite character was the hero. I kind of wanted the hero to be Zeke, even though that's so dumb and cliche. <laughs> Carla, all right, my favorite oh, character was Stokely. My least favorite okay. character was Delilah. <laughs> yeah, she's she awful. Mostly because of that terrible radio program, Delilah. That one? And Delilah oh, After Dark, just because she was a bitch. Oh. Hey there, Delilah. <laughs> um, my favorite scene was when they figure it out at school, go to the science class, and are interrupted by Mr. Furlong, and then they kill him. <laughs> that seems crazy. My favorite tertiary object is the constant movement of water cooler jugs into the teacher's lounge. <laughs> all the jugs. And at one point, there's just like a shelf. They've built a shelf for them all, and they're just storing them all. I like the part when they take the never turn this on note off the air conditioner, too. <laughs> Such a, there's just something they're about like the slow motion air conditioner. <laughs> okay. Well, they get hot. Uh, my favorite line is the "My parents are dead too." Really, well, they're still breathing, but for all intents and purposes, all intents and purposes, they might as well be dead. I am gonna maybe this. There you I go. Don't feel like it super holds up. Like it didn't. This high school didn't resonate with me, and I guess I'm more likely to have gone to a high school like this than kids today are. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like. If you're, you know, in your lower 20s, you're probably going to watch this and be like, what kind of weird prison is this? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not what high school is like, and it's even more not what high school is like now that everybody has phones and social media and all that stuff. So I just, I don't feel like it holds up. I don't think that... A lot of horror suffers from social media and stuff like that yeah. it's like oh my J- Jason's chasing me we'll just call somebody I don't know it's just weird tonally like Mary Beth is naked of okay. course she's naked but do you have to just keep showing her whole body yes <laughs> yes you do you would just show boobs up no you don't what about oh, what about ass men All right. okay stop pandering to the boob community guys who like asses want some quality I'm sorry cheeks. you don't get enough cheeks in your we need more so. cheek ass chat we need more ass chat Good job. Oh, yeah. My... <laughs> Sorry. My favorite character is Casey. All right. Um, and, he, and he got that by default because I didn't like any of the other characters. <laughs> it's like, I hate him the least. The least. I thought about picking him, but his weird mannerisms and, like, head twitches my threw me off. And I was like, that's My least favorite character weird. is Zeke because Shocker. what a douchebag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite scene is the one where they go where Shooter McGavin is in 
Casey's room and he's taking everything. <laughs> he's like, no phone, no internet, and no this, no that, no this. And he's taking all of these things. And I'm watching it thinking, wow, this was nowadays. Like, I could take all those things, but like, give me your phone. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. I because did like how he picked up a boombox. Yeah. <laughs> all of those things are replaced by one little item. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was going to do this to my kid, like, just give me your phone. All right, thanks, bye. <laughs> But he had to run around his room, so that's my favorite scene because it just brings you back to the '90s where you had to have a bunch of little things. When he rips open the book and the and the, Casey goes, "That's government property." Because they're like He's they like, hide Fuck. the drugs in the spine of the textbook and <laughs> shoot him again and rips it apart. Man, how strong is shoot him again? Well, it's hard to you know. He's got good grip strength. Golf club. <laughs> Um, my favorite line is guaranteed to jack you up. It's not fuck you tit bags. No, it's not fuck you tit bags, <laughs> and it was almost. Where was my D? I deserve the D. I worked that, really hard for that, that D. That really bugged me. I worked hard for that D. It was my D. It was my D. Because he loves the D. He does. He's a big fan. Yeah. And my favorite tertiary object for the second week in a row is going to be cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> was it last week? Cigarettes? What? No, that was two weeks ago. When it was yeah, because last week was takers. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. But yeah, I was like, cigarettes in movies. I don't remember what Support you're... That. Favorite tertiary object was for Taker. Well, you'll have to go back, friends, to listen to that Probably episode. The we'll suits. get there. <laughs> we'll get, or we'll, a car. We'll, we'll get back to that. It was the XLR. Someone's house. Oh, yeah, it was the car. <laughs> it was a Cadillac XLR. Um, I'm going to nay this movie, too. I'm sorry, Tony. <laughs> it's all right. But it, it, it is a blatant rebuff of other movies, and they call themselves out on it, and yeah. those movies were better. True. <laughs> and I it, guess when I first saw this, I was like, oh, that's not a bad movie, but it was of that time, yeah. so everything made a lot more sense. It is just very, very, very dated right now. And it's like, it referenced no. movies I'd rather be watching. Independence Day, Men in Black. <laughs> this, yeah, this movie, like, it is obnoxiously 90s. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. Yeah. You can, okay. You're going to name my next pick, so it's all right. Where are you? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to. My favorite character is Stokes. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Zeke. Nice. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is, I go away for five minutes, I come back, and everybody's a fucking alien. My favorite scene was, like I said, the part where Mary Beth's walking and the mm-hmm. shadows are all tentacles. Thought that you was like pretty, thought that was pretty naked cool. Mary Beth? Yeah. yeah. Favorite tertiary like object is Zeke's car. <laughs> mm, it's a good one. 1970. GTO? Yeah. So, this movie's okay. I think if they... I think if they leaned into the humor more, it would have been more acceptable. You wouldn't take it so seriously, but they're trying so hard to make it like a credible movie, which it's not... <laughs> and I think that they needed to trust the audience. They beat us over the head so many times with plot points. They're like, dude, I get it, you know. And I mean, I know it's an older movie, but it was just like, dude, let your trust your audience to pick up on that they're paying attention at all to your movie. Otherwise, what the fuck are you making it for? They're insulting so, your intelligence. But I, I yeah, it, I still think it's a fun monster movie type thing. But yeah, you're not going just, to like, you know, I feel lose like your mind over it. The tone in the very beginning with Mrs. with the killing of Mrs. Davis was so creepy and scary the fact that he just smiles the whole time i've always wanted to do that it's creepy if they had stayed with that tone the whole movie it would have worked a lot well that was like that's like a slasher movie yeah like that's like jason level like horror you're like fuck and then that's it the rest of the movie is not not scary like that it's more jump scares and and you know body horror shit like Mm -hmm. cronenberg but that first like five minutes little prologue there is straight up slasher movie and then it never does that again you're like, well, what's the tone of this movie? Is it supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to be scary? Is it supposed to be like, you know, it's weird sci-fi? Mm-hmm. Well, Carly, 
Hey, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs on Twitter at unmovie podcast. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. What do you think about this movie? <laughs> sure. Next week on the podcast is Carly's pick. Hey, what do you hey, I'm gonna go with She's All That. Oh. Okay. I haven't seen it yeah. in so long. Did you long. just decided that? Yeah, well, she I went. had tentatively picked a movie, but I don't... You could just keep that in I reserve. am not attached to my picks, people. Now you have one in the bank. I'm saying. I've seen, like, She's All That's been on, like, Netflix and Amazon for free for, like, a year. And we now own it we on won't... DVD. Do we? It's, it's probably yeah. not going to be free now. Yeah. I'll say, now we it won't be free. It doesn't matter. We own it on DVD. Oh, okay. I don't. I do but I haven't seen it probably that's, since it was new. So let's see how we feel about we, it now. That, that's one of those movies I bought like at Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing in line at Blockbuster to rent to you check out a movie, and it's like, oh hey, buy three for twenty bucks. Like, oh she's I mean, all that. There we go. But I'm trying to go for October for Halloween month with a sort of heavy drama, scary, creepy movie. So this will be like my light. September movie and before my your dark October and then, movie. Yeah. Well, you know what? My movie will be a good transition into Halloween <laughs> with your fun, lighthearted movie into my fun, lighthearted <laughs> Halloween movie. There well, we go. My next pick's my, my Halloween pick. Yes, right? yes, it is. <laughs> it's everybody's yeah. Halloween pick. Wow, then I better pick something else. I'm the last one in <laughs> September, and then we move into October. And I start the month off with the bang, and you all are gonna hate it. And I don't care because I think it's fun. What is it? No. I'm not telling you because then She's they'll know ahead of the time. They have to wait till next week to find out. I don't know if I've seen. You know what? I, I think I've like made a decision for what oh. my Halloween movie's gonna be. I know what my Halloween movie's gonna be. Yeah. You can't do much. I know too. Yet. He told me. Damn it! If he didn't tell you guys, I know. <laughs> The perks of living with Tony. He didn't tell us. He just told us that he was gonna do something else. I was gonna do the thing. That's right. You're like everybody will like the outfit. Oh, really? As you said about the fact. I don't think you guys want to think about it. You know what? That it is what it is. All right, well. I hate that when I try to hit that end button and it doesn't do anything. You missed. <laughs> F1 mobile man, come on! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>